Hello, welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. I'm Alice Arnold and this week I'm going to be talking to the man who knows everything there is to know about theatre. It's Julian Bird. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. I have an old friend with me today. We have Julian Bird, who's back friend. again. Well, oh, I mean, <laughs> I meant in that, you know. Um, I, d- I didn't mean you're old, Julian, because of course you're not. You're young and sprightly, but you are the font of all knowledge about things theatre. So we thought we'd have another catch-up. And uh, because we're going into the sort of autumn Christmas season now, which is... A big exciting time for theatre, really. Absolutely. Because in a way, the summer is summer's great, and it's great for the kids' shows, and it's great for Regent's Park and 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 those sorts of theatres. But really, kind of quite a lot of the new stuff, a bit like television, really starts in the autumn. And Absolutely. We, and we look forward to the new things that are going to peak at Christmas, yeah. and and so what's on the horizon? Well, I mean, you've mentioned the dreaded C word several times, Christmas. I mean, you know, maybe we should start there. It's the most. Uh, important time for theatres in the whole of the UK, you know, uh, pantomime, which mm-hmm. uh, a much-loved tradition. Um, but, of course, it's massively important to every single regional theatre. Most of them um, kind of survive financially, to be honest, on the success of their pantomimes. And, uh, you know, there are some amazing ones around the country now. You know, gone are the days of the rickety sets and everything. You know, mm. we're we're very, very good at putting on great shows. And, of course, in London now... It's the second year of pantomime back at the London Palladium, you know, having had a sort of 20-plus year break. And what are they doing this year? They're doing Dick Whittington at the Palladium this year with Elaine Page Mm. playing Queen Rat, the baddie, effectively. Um, The wonderful young guy, uh, Charlie Stemp. Oh, from Half Sixpence. Half Sixpence, yeah, playing Dick Whittington. So, fantastic. And uh, lots of people remember that uh, amazing kind of dance group called Diversity that won Britain's Got Talent, and they're in it as well, the whole group as well. So, as well as lots of other people, people, um, the regulars from last year are back, so Paul Zerdin and Nigel Havers and people like that. Mm. So I think, you know, it's going to be, again, an amazing show. It was fantastic last mm. year. Huge audiences, very well received. So but, that's just but, you know, there's great ones all over the country, you know. Yeah, because those tickets obviously would be pretty expensive. Whereas more if like you the Western Presses, yeah. Yeah, and if you went more locally, you can equally find a, a, a very exciting pantomime. Absolutely. I know Hammersmith does a... Um, a very sort of um, a slightly different kind of a pantomime. Yeah, Hammersmith, they don't the go lyric for the big, yeah, the is lyric. for people, yeah. They don't go for the television names, they don't go for all of that. No, they go it's for written a, especially for that mm. theatre every year, very much rooted in the community. The same as the Theatre Royal Stratford East, actually. Yes. You'll find one at Greenwich as well. So, um, And then, of course, you've got other, you know, bigger pantomimes, bigger commercial pantomimes, if you like, at, you know, Richmond and Wimbledon. Mm. So all around London, you'll find, you know, great pantomime. Yeah. Uh, something for everybody, depending on what you're interested yeah, in. Yeah, I just think it is worth looking around at the different ones and saying, well, do I want to see, you know, will the children like names from the Only Way Essex or will they, do they want the really big sets and all singing, all dancing Palladium or do they prefer And there is something for everybody, them, you know? I think, yeah. you know. And if you want the big spectacle, there are those there. And if you want something a little bit more intimate, then, then you know, Hammersmith and uh, Stratford East and places mm. might be for you a bit more. Or go to more than one. Or go to more than one, indeed. So that's Christmas obviously sorted and we've done our shopping and that's a Absolutely. Day, yeah, that easy. Done Christmas. I know. What else uh, do you think? What, what else we well, an interesting, an interesting show is just uh, new musical, or rather not so new, but retooled. So that lots, some people remember the Mel Brooks film called Young Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a musical. He did it on Broadway about 10, 12 years ago. And it wasn't a big hit. It was done in a huge theatre, very kind of overblown. Uh, well, they've completely reworked it, much smaller. And it's just opened in Newcastle, actually. 
uh, for Ooh. two or three weeks over the summer and then comes and opens at the Garrick Theatre in the West End afterwards. And I haven't seen it yet, but early word is that it's really rather good and incredibly funny. They've kind of ramped up the humour in it. Okay. Um, and it's got people like Leslie, jo- Leslie Joseph in, Ross Noble. So some really interesting people as well, as well as the kind of musical theatre um, crowds, you know, Hadley Fraser and mm-hmm. uh, Summer Strallen and stuff. So it's got it's got a great, great cast in it. And word is, it's going to be really great. So, okay, uh, and, and that's, that's going to be on right through Christmas as well. Opens right. in October at the Garrick. Okay, yeah. right. That's something to look forward to then. Um, of course, we should just talk about the National Theatre, who have the most amazing summer and autumn. You know, uh, as we sit and talk, you know, Follies is in previews, mm-hmm. uh, opens uh, shortly. It's opening night. Can you get night. Me a ticket for Follies? Well, there Come are on, some, they've, they've opened. They've opened a new booking period, so there are tickets available. I, I did do see know. that on a poster in the yeah. tube. Actually, extended um, period. And uh, once again, early word from people who've seen it is that it is utterly sensational. And so, that's uh, Melda Staunton. And... Melda Staunton, Janie D, um, as well as Tracy Bennett. I mean, the, the Josephine Barstow, who's a who's an opera star. I mean, all sorts of people in it. I think it's going to be rather fantastic. I yeah. personally can't wait to see it. But then, of course, you know, at the other end of the spectrum, you know, maybe for a more family audience, you know, the new production of Pinocchio, the first ever kind of big stage production of Pinocchio, is going to be done at the National Theatre uh, from kind of, I think it's November onwards, right through Christmas and into Oh, next so that's year. the sort of family Christmas show. Family Christmas show, um, done it in association with Disney, but at the National Theatre. Um, and it's John Tiffany behind the scenes, directing it and putting it together, who, of course, is the guy that directed and put together Harry Potter, the Harry Potter place. So, so this could be a this big could be a one. really big thing. And uh, you know, once again, the alternative to a traditional pantomime is those great family shows that places like mm. the National Theatre do. And then actually on the other, the adult end, so that's going to be in one theatre. In the other theatre at the National Theatre um, is a is a version of um, of a film, but done as a play called Network with the amazing actor Brian Cranston in, mm-hmm. um, who lots of people remember from Breaking Bad and other big uh, US dramas. But he's an amazing stage actor as well. Um, and that's going to be done with another amazing director, Ifo von Hover, and that opens around the same time. So lots to come at the National Theatre, actually. Quite an exciting autumn and winter ahead. Yes, and I wouldn't be surprised if that Pinocchio goes on and on. I'm sure they hope it. I don't know. I think they're going to see how it goes. Because it doesn't have to just be for Christmas, does it? No, not at all. I mean, even, yeah. All time. Yeah. Great story. Those of you you who remember the animated movie as well, I think you can make them. I'm always telling my nephews their noses are growing. Yeah. (laughs) Telling little porkies. Um, I mean, and the other interesting thing is, you know, this autumn, uh, a, a slew of kind of sensational plays coming up. I think several new plays that people haven't seen. Um, so, uh, Labour of Love, I think, is the first one of those to open in September at the Noel Coward. So, this is a new political play about modern politics mm-hmm. and the Labour Party in particular, uh, with Martin Freeman and Sarah Lancashire in. A great young playwright called James Graham, mm-hmm. um, and uh, no one's seen it yet, so I can't tell you any more about it than what I've just told you. No. But uh, you know, there's oh, a, I know there's that a, Sarah Lancashire. We can't. Oh, what a sensational her. actress and love sort of. Her. It must know. have been a while since she's done anything on stage, isn't it? Because she's done so many of those telly, you know, Happy Valley yeah. and all the telly dramas. Yeah, recently. I think the last thing was was a... was the musical called Betty Blue Eyes about the pig. Do you remember? Right, Based yeah. on the Alan Bennett kind of yes, film, very yes. British affair. I think that was the last thing she did on stage, actually. Because then it's Happy Valley on television yeah, exactly, and all of those. Exactly, and all the awards um, that she's gotten for, for and once all again, those she's performances. She's a fantastic actress yeah. on stage. You know, it's her, where she started. Yeah. You know, um, and Martin Freeman, if you haven't seen him on stage, is great as well. Yes, so, I haven't, know, I of think... course, because he's Sherlock and he's The Office, and he's you know Absolutely. both both of those two have had amazing 
careers through but I think largely people will know them through television very so. much so but actually they're both coming back to where they started which mm. is the theatre so um so that that's one to watch um and the people will know that there's two theatres that kind of back to back so that's in one the Noel Coward and in the other one is um going to be Heisenberg which is a brand new play by Simon Stevens who wrote mm. the curious instant of the dog in the night time and plays like yes. that um starring um Anne-Marie Duff, who people will know from all oh, many, many, many things, um, and Kenneth Cranham, who, of course, won the Olivier mm. for The Father. Uh, it's a two-hander, and um, I have actually seen this play because it was originally done on Broadway, actually. Oh. So this is its so British... of course you've seen it. This is it, its British... <laughs> <laughs> I'm very lucky that I that get to see some things in New York. Mm, okay. um, this is a new version by Marianne Elliott, who also directed Curious Instead of the Dog in the Lighttime um, and War Horse and other things. Mm. So I'm sure it'll be a very different... Uh, interpretation, but uh, it's a fantastic play. I have mm. to say, I loved it. So, there's a, yeah, there seems to be actually a bit of political drama around at the moment. I don't know if that's the sort of um, the mood of the country or people I, in one of those yeah, times when you I think that's probably things. right, and not just in this country, overseas as well. I mean, it's interesting. Bill Kenwright's about to start a tour of um, a play called The Best Man, which is actually entirely about an American president and his rival for. Uh, being president, the two mm. parties, and it's it's very. There are some big parallels with what's going on in America at the moment, starring the incredible Martin Shaw um, mm, playing right. the lead role. Um, it opens at Windsor, but I know goes to Richmond and all over the country, and then they're planning to bring that into the West End as well. But that tour starts in kind of middle of September, goes all over the UK. And so talking of Bill Kenwright, I mean his other massive show, which opens, uh, you know, in uh, early September, is the new Cilla Black musical. So this is a biopic of her life with all her music I don't done know with about her this. son. Tell me about this. So it is a musical about Cilla Black and her life, um, done in collaboration with her son. So it's very much the family are involved. Okay. They did a nationwide kind of search for someone to star as the young Scylla, and they found apparently an extraordinary and actress. They didn't go for Sheridan Smith. <laughs> no, I'm not sure she was available, but right. <laughs> but there are other people actually who were who were in that um, television adaptation about her early life. Um, who are in the, the musical as well. And anyway, oh, okay. of course, it kicks off in Liverpool. They're starting the tour in Liverpool at the Empire Theatre right. uh, for a couple of weeks in the middle of September. And then it's touring literally all over the country for weeks and weeks. So and the music is Scylla's The music is and, all of yeah. Scylla's hits and everything. So for yeah. people who are interested in that, you know, that's just about Nostalgic to go out. 60s and 70s, yes. Absolutely. That kind of music. And, you know, one, you know Bill Kenwright is, is an extraordinary man and his team an extraordinary producing force, you know, because... As well as that, they're just about to start Cabaret on tour with Will Young back in the, the lead role of the MC, which he played in the West End, but with this time playing Sally Bowles' uh, Louise Redknapp, who, of course, is a great singer, and we now know a sensational dancer from Strictly come dancing yeah. the last season. So the two of them are leading the new tour of that. Starts in Wimbledon in late September and goes all around the country. Right. And then, of course, you know he's got Joe McEldry and Joseph, which Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, which is doing business like you've Keeps never seen forever. all over the country. And for the first time, it's actually going to sit down. It's going to do a long, extended period um, in Newcastle for Christmas, Joe's hometown. Uh, so it's going to sit down for about three or four weeks there in, in the arena there for a big Christmas season. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, extraordinary man, Bill Kenwright, the amount he's got on. Oh, you know? and for years. I mean, he's been producing for, for his, his career so long. Now. For years, you know, and, you and know, this extraordinary quality. 40, of, 40 years, must yeah. be at least. Yeah. That 50, he's been well, they just had the 50th anniversary of his starting producing oh, um, okay. at the Palladium. Right. Yes, he's done it 50 years just this year. And, uh, 
you know, and he's got a Vita in the West End at the yeah, moment. exactly, um, the new production. Of, and then of... uh, kind of quietly announced, but it'll be much more, is he's doing a, a new version of The Exorcist, that horror film. Well, as a musical. For the stage. No, as a play, I believe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's going to um, follow on, follow Evita into the Phoenix Theatre in London. In fact, I believe the official opening night might well be October the 31st, so uh, okay. just for Halloween. So, yeah, it's... Um, uh, you know, he he he's busy doing new shows, and that's just Sinner, coming straight into Exorcist. town. That's not that's it not touring for. No, has it, had it, a, well, it actually had a tryout last year at Birmingham Rep. Okay, um, and they've reworked it a little bit. Early, very early this year, I think he did Jan- January, February. And they've reworked it a bit, and it's coming in in um, the October with another. And we keep talking about directors, but actually, you know, they're the unsung heroes, really, aren't mm. they? A Sean Matthias, of, who's oh, a yes. fantastic director of, of many many things. Um, is is doing it. So, um, yeah, really interesting collection of things kind of on the horizon. Yeah, we're certainly not short of things to put on our lists of, our wish list of tickets to get, are we? Not at all. And actually, as we've just talked about, you know, a lot of this is not just in London, it's all over the country. And uh, it's great that people can go and see this kind of quality mm. all over the country. Yeah. I mean, do you think there's a sort of revival of everything I go to at the moment is absolutely packed? I haven't sat in an empty... You know, I, I think I used to sit in half-empty theatres quite often. Yeah. Nowadays, every time I go, it seems to be full to the rafters. Well, very much. I mean, you know, one of the things we do at, at the Society of London Theatre and in the UK as well, you know, is, is look at um, audience picture and sales and all that kind of thing. And, you know, we publish we normally publish in January, February the last year. But, I mean, this year is looking very, very healthy. You know, we sh- we're very, very grateful. We've still got Hamilton, of course. We haven't talked about Hamilton. No. Hamilton's come later in the year, but there are no tickets to we be had. We can't talk so about it because we'll we, we're not <laughs> get, We'll talk about it in 2020 it, when we might be able to time. get a ticket. That's yeah. when we'll talk um, about it. But, you know, we, we've got a lot of, in London, very major sold-out shows, you know, and touring the UK, that these huge tours out that people are, are really clamouring for. Because I wonder what they'll re- what the tickets for Hamilton will retail at here. I know that if you want to go and see Hamilton in New York, and even it went to San Francisco as well, I believe the tickets were five hundred dollars. Mm. Now, as, as my American friend said, that was just basically showing off that you were rich if you had tickets to Hamilton. Yeah, not I that mean, you were persevering, but if you want to take your family, it's a couple of grand. You know, I mean, yeah. it was. I mean, the, the, I can't comment expensive. on the Broadway market, but there is a different market there, very much. You know, mm. these kind of high end tickets. I'm um, no, in London for for Hamilton, they're trying to keep them down to the normal levels, and if people have tried to buy, they'll know that there's a they're doing a new ticketing way of buying tickets where you don't actually get your ticket immediately. You have to turn up on the night with your identification and your credit card and there and then the tickets will be printed out for you with your name written on and everything and you'll have to show your photo ID and everything to try and stop any any chance that touts are going to get hold of these. And all that happens when the touts get hold of them is you know, the production and the people in the show don't make any money. All the theatre doesn't make mm. it. All that money goes to a town who's had nothing to do with mm. the production. And all that happens is it ends up starting to drive up the overall pricing of the show. Well, and of in... course, that's then what happens. You end up at these ridiculous figures that are daft. It's you know? interesting so to talk about that. because Producers I, don't want that to happen. I was know? booking tickets the other day. I couldn't... The theatre, when I rang it, directed me to another line or to a website. And I then went to the website and was able to purchase the tickets. Well, when they arrived, it said the face value of the ticket was £65, for which I'd paid £78 for each ticket. And there didn't seem to be a way to actually get that ticket for the price that's advertised on the ticket. Yeah, I mean, that's where you, you know, people should look very, very carefully at what the additional booking fees and everything are on top, because most most theatres 
charge a booking fee and a restoration levy to restore these amazing theatres we have on mm. top. And you need to look very carefully before you buy. We were saying, actually, the ticket you know, price is not the ticket price anymore. And, and, and you can't, most no. people can't go to the theatre. And even no. then there's a booking fee. But you, and that's you, why, you just know, walk I, I, to the box office and say, please, could I have yeah. tickets As to you the know, show? As you know, we run the, the official, uh, something called um, officialondontheatre.co.uk, mm. which is the... Um, we're a not-for-profit. We, you know, we are owned and run for and on behalf of the whole industry. And you will pay the cheapest booking fee anywhere mm-hmm. if you go to OLT, and it's incredibly transparent. So you'll be told immediately what the what the cost will be, and it's one of it's the kind of lowest in the market. So you know, when you need to look carefully if you're going to buy. Yeah, from, I think that's. Right. I think that's people. the advice is and and check various different websites because you can they give you a map of the theatre and which ones yeah, they've got and, available, and they might be cheaper on another website. And unfortunately, and I wish you know we could all do something about this. You know, when when the internet was in. Its infancy, you know, lots of people bought up websites that weren't necessarily there. So sometimes you go and you go, you just Google a particular theatre name, uh, and a list comes up, and you might click on it, thinking that is actually the theatre, and actually it's not. It's owned by a ticket agent. So just I would say to people, yeah. just you know, be cautious. You know, don't automatically assume it is the theatre that you have clicked on. You know? Yeah, no, that's um, a very if, easy mistake. To very, make, but think. you know, if you go to official London Theatre or one of the proper, you know, industry run. Uh, websites, you know, you're kind of guaranteed there that you're getting the best deal. Okay, well, I think that's that's good advice as we will all be booking many tickets for the Christmas season. Hope so. <laughs> treating our families and friends to evenings out at the theatre. Julian, thank you very much. Thank you. the musicals and theatre podcast and if you enjoyed that then why not subscribe it's absolutely free to our channel on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts you can also hear me every weekend morning from six till ten on mellow magic Music